Welcome and great day. You are listening to the All Heart Podcast presented by Heart of the Matter, a podcast about life, love, and getting to the heart of the matter. I'm your host, Dr. Sharonda R. Eggleton McNeil, and it is my goal to teach, motivate, inspire, educate, and equip adolescents, young adults, and women to know, understand, walk, and operate in the fullness of their identities and who they have been called to be. Now get ready. It's time for your weekly dose of heart. That's right. It's all connected. This week's topic is single and satisfied. And this week's topic, we talk to our guests about what it means to be single and satisfied. So often the stigma that attaches singleness is that if you're single, that somehow you are flawed and or you need to be searching for that significant other. So we're going to tackle this topic. And as always, I like to connect the dots. I selected this topic because when I was in my single, my singleness, my season of singleness, there were so many different myths, so many different things thrown at me. Sometimes unknowingly and the people thinking in a loving way, they make comments and statements that make or would make you think that there is something wrong with you because you are single. And that's just not true. And so on this week's podcast, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about what it means to be single and what it means to be single and satisfied. So listen up, grab your cup of coffee or maybe your tea, but turn the volume up because we're going to talk about it. Welcome, Charity. Super yes. excited to have you here. Excited to be here. Um, I uh, Let's just start it off um, with how do you um, know me? <laughs> do we? Do, am I being honest? Do you want the full? I mean, you can <laughs> just do you, boo, right? Um, <laughs> you have been a mentor. You start off as a mentor. Um, we are now friends and sisters. Um, I met you, what, 2005? 2004. Okay. Yep. Um, you were teaching at the high school I attended. Yes, um, 2004. Yep. I did not have you as a teacher. However, I found my way in your classroom every day, and you've been stuck with me since. This is this is accurate. Very true. Very <laughs> true. And so, um, today's topic is actually one that um, has been very near and dear to me. Um, just even in the title itself, um, single and satisfied. And so, I've asked Miss Thomas here to um, be the speaker um, and just kind of have a dialogue with mm-hmm. me as it relates to this topic. And so. Um, Oftentimes we hear that word single and the ending always is something different. Um, But I wanted to specifically talk about single and satisfied. So um, first question up, like, let's just jump right into it. Okay. Um, When you hear that, that, that question or that statement um, about being single, what is something that frustrates you about that? Just that title or about the stigma um, that comes along with being single. Um, one thing, the main thing that frustrates me is the idea of single and lonely. Okay. I think that really grinds my gears. Um, when you tell someone that you're single or 
they know or what have you, they ultimately feel as if you must be lonely as well. Mm-hmm. Um, or they question, why are you single? Yeah. Um, so it's it's a topic that a lot of people have insight on, but they've never really sat in that space, I think. Right, right. Um, it's different for everyone. Um, everyone's single season is different. Um, and they're not always open to understand what that means for me or what that means for the next person. Right. Right. So this idea, kind of similar to what I shared in the, the opening of why I selected this topic, um, just the, the reality that being single is not a curse. Boom. Being single is not a sentence, um, but it really is an opportunity. And um, each person's single season is going to look a little different. But the reality is you are really setting yourself up during that time for for you, for your next and so many people miss that because they're trying to go ahead and get to they're they're so um wanting to be in the next season mm-hmm. that they don't realize how they're supposed to maximize or don't even maximize their current single season. Sis, let me stop you here and tell you that was me. Okay. That was me for years. Okay. I would say I mean I were I was in relationships here and there. Um, but I would say my late twenties is when I went on this stint of singleness and I was that person. Right. I was ready for the relationship. I was ready for the next season. I'm over this. I, I don't want to be lonely. It was until I matured and really understood myself that right. I started to appreciate right. this single life. Right. And so let me also make sure I clarify that when I say someone is single, I'm referring to unless you are on a direct path towards marriage Boom. in a relationship and that direct relationship path, you already talked about it, identified it. Now, even though it may not equal marriage per se, mm-hmm. right? Because things happen all the time. You really discover and realize, like, maybe this is not for me. Maybe it's not mm-hmm. my timing or whatever in that other person. But that single means, like, until there is a ring on it. Hello? And I do. I am. Or a commitment in a relationship that we're moving towards um, a monogamy that mm-hmm. it's you and me and we're doing this, right? Because every I'm not going to define anybody else's thing. I'm defining it as single and maybe you're dating oh, yes. and mingling and, and, you know, just enjoying um, that your, your individuality, um, right? Because there is a, a level of individuality when you're single, right? Yes. That when you're married, um, you're not giving that up, but it changes because now there's a different commitment. Mm-hmm. Sis is single and dating. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sis right. is single and okay. dating. Okay. I like it. I like it. And and I think that's important. So what do you why what do you think you garnered from that whole like single and dating? What are the nuggets and the things that you're maybe grasping from mm-hmm. that? Because I think yeah. you you can't truly understand or know what you want unless you're dating to see what different people bring to the table. Okay. Of course you have your foundation, like your non-negotiables, but um, when you date different people, you experience, okay, this is how I want to be treated, or I like to do things like this. They may expose you to something that you've never seen before. Even though that person may not be the one, you'll take that experience and say, okay, when I do find the one, this is what I want, you know, to experience with him. So it's just the understanding what you want truly is is from multi-dating i used to put all my eggs in one basket and get hurt in the end now i'm like 
two X here, date here, date there. Right, um, right. And when it's right, it will it will turn into something much more serious. Right. And it's mm-hmm. funny that you say that, right? So I was kind of the opposite way in terms of um, I got married later in life. I got married when I was 38. And so... Um, <laughs> and so in terms of um, getting married, like I, I literally had seen and, and, you know, been a part of a lot of weddings and just um, seeing people get married super earlier on mm-hmm. in life, um, get early, get married earlier on and still are married, get early, married earlier on and are now divorced. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um and get married earlier on, divorced and remarried, right? So all of those gamuts and um, and then also see people get married later on and still are married, get laid, married later on and are divorced, right? So really this big pot of, it doesn't matter where you are, things can happen at any of those places, but um, the, the true matter of it is what are you doing in that singleness, right? Like what are you really working on and that singleness for me, like I had to realize I could, I'm not that person. Like I, that just was taking a lot of extra energy. I had friends, mm-hmm. like I had people who, if I wanted to really just go out to a nice dinner with um, a, a companion type of person, mm-hmm. like legit friend, I could, I could do that. Right. I got, I had that, those people who were my friends who I can just go and cut it up with or whatever. But for me, as far as the dating because of kind of how you said, like, I'm an all-in person. I'm like, all-in, let's go, zero to 100. And so because I realized that, I knew that I couldn't I couldn't handle that, right? And I think that's that important part, mm-hmm. like, where you learn about what you can handle and what you, what you can't and not um, matching up or trying to identify, like, oh, Charity's doing that, so that means I need to be doing that. And it's like... Figuring out what works for you. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, what do you feel like the biggest? Um, I love this 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 question because uh, I have about ten. <laughs> um, the biggest misconception is about being single. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna let you marinate. Yeah, because that's a loaded question. And I'm, I'm so a, many places. I'm, listen, honey, and I'm gonna I'm <laughs> kick it out. I'm gonna kick. Okay. I'm gonna start it off with one um that because i am single that means i have time to i like i'll give you an example i i you know at church if you're active or whatever oh well sharonda can why can sharonda do it just because i that does not mean don't volunteer my time yes (laughs) because i'm single does not mean or you know what single does not mean that i have this abundance of new time that because you are married and have children, Mm -hmm. you know, because you don't have the time. So that automatic automatically means that I have the time or want to use my time doing that thing. You're coming up my street. Come out. You're coming up. Come on. Listen, not only will you see it in the church, but your family, come on, Uh, Mm -hmm. your family will allocate your time right as if you don't have your own life right okay i'm sorry i had to plug that no, in there no 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 I, I think that's real the, that that's a huge misconception mm-hmm. um that oh i have all this just extra time um also this big misconception i think that you want to be married or that there's something wrong with you because you're not married 
I think that, and those two things work hand in hand. Like just because you're single doesn't mean you're automatically working towards marriage. And just because you're single doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you mm-hmm. or that you were the crazy, like, oh, you must be crazy because you older and you still single. And, or this is my favorite. You're just so beautiful. Why are you so, what does my beauty have to do with my singleness? Please. <laughs> my Please singleness. tell me. Right. So you've heard those before. I've, I've heard, for sure. I've definitely heard those things. I've even heard those. Uh, I've heard people say, well, uh, because you're single, don't feel pressure. You don't have to get married. They always take it back to, don't kill me if I get the name wrong. Was it Paul or Peter that wasn't married in the Bible? Lived a life of singleness for Paul. like. They were like, oh, you can be like Paul. Listen, I'm single now. I desire marriage. Mm-hmm. I desire that. But can I live in this space for a moment? Right, right. And they're just like, no, maybe you're just like Paul. Maybe, you know, just be it's, single. Marriage is not for it's, you. Marriage is not for. Let me tell you how that grinds my gears. Yes, it is for me. But I cannot be married in this season. Like, I cannot yeah. want that when I'm trying to knock out some other things on my yeah. checklist. Yeah. Um, the other part of it, the of that, that would bother me um was this idea that who i am if i don't start changing those things now it won't fit in with marriage and honey i can't tell you that is very wrong like now there are some things that you'll grow Mm -hmm. out of and like you just your desire changes when you're married or you're in a relationship um with someone who you begin to realize like, okay, I want to change this or I need to adjust this because um, my the way in which I want to adjust my time. But it's not, you have to adjust this in order to get married. So people will say, oh, you need to slow down because if you don't slow down, you're never going to be, you know, what does that have to do? Like we travel just as much as we we did before as I did, I did single as I did, because that was my desire. Like, Lord, I don't want to be married to somebody that just want to sit around and do nothing. I want to be able to go on these adventures. Why do, why do I have to stop wanting these adventures because I'm married? If that's the case, I may need to wait so that I can get the, the person that's supposed to go on the adventures with me. Exactly. And not the, the opposite way around. And you did, sis. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> but um, when you when we, we talk about that, why do you think that when we're single, people are in such a rush or um, after a certain age um, for for you to get married and have kids. Because that's a whole other thing, right? Like, don't, you know, don't let you tell somebody your age. Then they're just like, oh, well, do you want children? Well, or why, why you know, now being married, that's like the question um, of the day from people who are not in my circle. Because people in my circle know, like, that, like... That's between me, God, and my husband. <laughs> True. And in its time, but also making peace with that. Like, and the older I get, the more mature and more wisdom I garner in life, just in terms of um, understanding even fertility, right? Mm-hmm. Like, even that's a whole thing um, in terms of like, you don't know that that person's not trying and can't. Or, you you know, you just don't know someone's story. So just being even sensitive to that. So why, going back to that, why do you feel like people are in such a rush or are in the space of um, after a certain age, they're like, oh, you need to get married? 
I think it's it's societal norms. Like we've created this whole idea from years and years ago. Like mm-hmm. um, my mom, she started her family at nineteen twenty because it was a thing where in oh having kids after thirty is like a it's you're gonna come into so many complications. Um, sis, it's twenty twenty. Right. And right. we have made enough advancement for me to have a baby at forty, forty five, fifty, whenever right. I want to have the baby. Um, but I think society I hate to say it, the church just puts a lot of pressure on Listen, you, know, you gotta have them seeds. <laughs> you, got, you gotta have yes, them seeds to be fertile. To um it's just they've created these norms and it's just like who who has this power over my life but me right. and God? So as long as it's a conversation that I'm having with him, he knows the desires of my heart. When it's time, I will open that chapter. I'll yeah. move on to that next chapter. But definitely norms that somebody's mama and auntie came up with <laughs> started this whole pressure of being married by a certain time or having kids by a certain time, which... Again, it was me. I thought in my little mind of mine, in my dream yeah. life by 25, maybe 26. Come on, 25, I would 26. Be, Random ages. Just I, set them out there. I know. 25. But legit, I thought by 25, I'll be married. Maybe one or two kids coming in the in the next year or two. So maybe about 28, I'll have at least two kids. With this, I'm home with a white picket fence and a dog and a husband at work. Yeah. And I stay home. and. Uh, that's not life. Yeah. And I'm actually happy that I didn't take that path, not to knock anyone else, right? Yeah. But I don't think that was the life for me. Right. And now I'm realizing it. But that was a life that was put on me from family and society. Yeah. And I think that, um, it, I, I think the power in that is to say, like, every person's journey is different. Every person's journey is their so journey. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, I, I'm doing this segment just to highlight just the power that is in singleness because we don't give enough power in singleness, right? Like all the conferences are, I felt like as a single person, um, you know, when I was single, that there was nothing specific for young adults who are single, right? So younger adults, not the, you know, single again people or the... Um, maybe older older individuals but just like in that that 20 and that 30 age range that late 20s right so the age range where you're expected by the norms to be married by that time and then that later there like there was like a stigma but then I realized I had to kind of take back that power and and walk in it and just be like, no, I am doing more single than most married people are doing. I'm travel. I've traveled more. Well, they have children. What does that mean? I have friends who have children who have traveled, mm-hmm. you know, who tra- so my I guess part of that, like you said, who's in front of you? What are the examples? Right. And that then kind of helps set the foundation for how you view it. So that's what I started realizing, like, okay, I'm single and I have all these young women, all these young people around me. I need to embrace this because this is going to be a source of power um, in helping them see at any age, at any of their ages or any of their stages that that it's not a curse, like that it's okay and that 
you can do everything you want to do. You can buy your house. You can, you know, um, travel the world. You can own stuff. You can do all, have businesses. You can do all of those things um, before you get married. And then when you get married, there's a level of elevation that needs to happen because you're not coming together broken. This It's not two halves that become whole. It's two holes. It's the only math that does not make sense in the Bible. It's the only math. Two, one plus one does not equal two. One plus one equals one. Mm-hmm. It's the only math where you take two holes and you equal one hole, right? Exactly. So using that kind of piggybacking off of what you say, you're saying or leaping off of what you're saying, um, in what ways do you think religion or certain belief systems have created a pressure around being single? It goes back to what you said it's it's so many elements so if you are single the the pressure religion has put on is you should be about your your father's business which i i i agree but it's almost like i need to fill out this space um when i say fill out this space it's yes i'm spending time with god i'm letting god lead me but i'm also finding charity in the, mm-hmm. in the same in the same token um another element is just the pressure of finding the one you need to be led by a man you need a man to cover you so you're protected no i, I have the ultimate uh protection which is god right, right um so that has also been pressure on me as well um i can go on and on from spiritually the pressure that's put on you about how you need that covering um physically uh let's not even get into that fornication conversation right, that, that's right. loaded that's as real, well real. very very real it's it's a lot um but once again that's religion and i think now i'm in a place where i'm seeking spirituality mm-hmm. um and i'm letting go a lot of those traditions that have kept me bound right i am truly going um through a time where i am having Finding my own intimate relationship with him. I feel like he's speaking to me a lot. So rather saying like, so you're seeking relationship. Seeking, exactly. Because that's really, I mean, exactly what you said. So often we fall into that that, uh, pitfall of religion. Religion Mm -hmm. and um, legalism where it's like rule, rule following. Very much about rules, uh, what the Bible says. And a lot of times misinterpreted because it's not put into the context. When you take a a um a subject or a topic and you just pull a verse out then of course that applies of course it means this but when you then put it in the context the proper context of the time Mm, the the understanding of the entire verse the who was saying it what was the context what was going on it's like anything taken out of context is going to of course sound crazy and you can create it's what gonna, you, want. you can create what you want so you create these narratives that you have to live or be a certain way so um i, I think you like you're hitting the nail on the hand because head because religion can really create this pressure that oh we celebrate you because you're single but then when you get married <laughs> and that was the part yes. where I, I'm not calling any, I'm not going to call nobody out, but I felt that it was like, we celebrate you cause you're strong. You're, you mm-hmm. doing the thing and you're single, but Lord, when you get married, it's like, okay, why can't you just stop it? We celebrate you in your singleness. Stop. Pause. Stop there. Thank you. Period. <laughs> Period. Don't add the other part. And so it's funny because then when I did get, when I did get married, um, it was very much like 
a lot of people didn't know it was it was um getting ready to happen it was a very because i like it was it was i was whole i was single mm-hmm. and then it was like all of a sudden you know i had a um a, a friend that just was like i mean you literally i blinked my eyes and you were <laughs> married and i was like yeah yeah it was kind of that's it in that progression you know it was, it was a lot more in the middle of that but yeah and and part of that is because when you're single and you you good and you satisfied you're not looking for someone else to fill you you're looking for someone to partner with right exactly, yeah and there are gaps that i have that my partner fills in gaps that he has that i fill in and whatnot but we're not we weren't looking for somebody to fill and make us whole right and i think that's Y'all that. so dope i love it no don't don't <laughs> pull us off that show i love it uh-uh. because you guys are so real yeah like, yeah yeah. seeing the the journey like you're so right you were doing your own thing very much so never skipped a beat right and he came out of nowhere um came back out of nowhere right <laughs> <laughs> whole other story for another day yes, right 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 you guys, yeah yeah you guys are, are taking this walk together and it, it didn't take much time when you know you know yeah and yeah. you're right you took that time your singleness to find out what you needed what you were looking for or what would complement yeah. your life and as you stated, fill in the gaps, and he came out of nowhere in a sense and yeah. did that, and boom. And marriage. I love what you said earlier that your dating kind of helped carve, or, or is carving these experiences mm-hmm. for you to know. And so similarly, in my singleness, I did have some very um, specific instances of um, experiences in, in terms of relationships or dating experience or just friendships right yeah because um, we negate our male friendships and what they teach us and what they help um how they help heal us in certain ways and like i've had some very um important and impactful um um relationships that really did help me either heal help me to see and let go of certain ideologies that i had about um the way in which men and women interacted, whether that be because I saw things, you know, when when you grow up in, in families where yes. aunties have that are married or uncles that are married have girlfriends and boyfriends, and that's like a norm. Like it's like where's where's Aunt So and So? Oh, then she's at her boyfriend house. Where's Wait. Uncle So and So? And they all come to the family right, sit tea, sit, like all come to mm. the family gatherings, like cause it's normal. <laughs> We've normalized like this idea we were married, but we have these other relationships, right? This is normalized. So in your you grow up kind of with these false or you grow up seeing um, I had some friends uh, in high school and, that they use guys, right? Like they just would use them for what they could get from them. Yes. And I just like, I'm just like, that's so wrong. It's just so like, like, I don't, I don't want it. Cause my thought process was if you're using them, like you got your give, you got to give them something. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you giving of yourself? And I just, so I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm not about to be like that. And, but unfortunately I put a whole other wall up to be in that way right i put a whole wall up where no i'm gonna pay for myself it's hard to receive right yeah right it's hard to receive it's hard to allow like i'm gonna plan it i'm gonna i'm gonna even pay for your stuff too right Mm -hmm. just to show you just how much i'm gonna pay for your stuff as well and it's like wait but what if he wants to genuine what if he's genuine what if he wants and i'll never forget it 
Um, I had a season where literally it was um, until I met my husband, some of the best dates I'd ever been on. And it was just, but it were very like, there was nothing overly sexual, mm -hmm. nothing overly inappropriate. It just was, they were just thoughtful, genuine dates. And something in me broke in terms of those strongholds that I had about this idea of a lot, like he opened the car door. And so what it did was it gave me the standard so that when I met my husband, you know, who would be eventually become my husband, I knew because I'd had this, like it was, it was just something, it's, you know how you meet certain people and you just know, like, even though we're not supposed to be together, I know that this, these things from you, I'm a pull. Yes. I'm a take. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep these because this is something I need as my exemplars. And that's what, you know, he gave me. And then I um, had a really amazing friendship with um, someone we served together and in, in uh, ministry and, and like that just was the homie, like true, just to the point, homie, right? And taking that and like my, we laughed together. We silly, just the homie, right? I can, I enjoy him. I like him. Like we say it to other, like, I like you, <laughs> right? Because I want to like him. Yeah. Because there are times when we're not getting along and I need us to still like each other because that's that friendship side, right? Exactly. Your friend, they get on your nerves. They annoy you, but you can always come back around. So um, anyway, I say all that. Okay, so why do you think being single um, isn't celebrated more? Because people don't understand it. People don't understand mm, it. That's good. Um, Society, oh, just throw social media in come the on, air. Come on, come on, come <laughs> on. Um, because it's what you're single, you should have a man. If you don't have a man, you should be out here with men, or it's it's the city girl life, I guess, is what ah, I'm trying okay. to get to. Okay. Um, it's not celebrated because people truly do not understand it, they don't. Um, take the time to see what am I supposed to be getting out of this season. One thing I also want to point out is with the single and satisfied, which I absolutely love that title. You gave me life when when you told me. Um, I want to be honest. In that season or in that time of being single and satisfied, you will have lonely seasons, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it's all de it all depends on how you manage those seasons, how strong you are the next time, right? The right. next go around because you're it's, it can be a cycle. That's good. Um, and the cycle comes from the fact that it's not celebrated. So even though you are battling with your loneliness internally, when you look at social media, when you talk to your friends or family, because they don't understand it, now you have to battle this loneliness externally right. as well. Right. Um, so yeah, they, they don't understand it. They feel like they've probably been single in their lives at some point, of course, but they were single and still seeking for someone. They weren't single in settled in that season to really understand themselves do you think that we seek others to to do for us or to fulfill us in ways that we need to fulfill ourselves yes for sure and you know part of me learned that with quarantine because quarantine sat everyone down come on come <laughs> so on once we had to sat down for a little bit it was other elements, other things I had to peel back and say, okay, Charity, you need to deal with this. Like you were moving so fast before dating, as I stated, um, when I couldn't move like that, I couldn't call this person to come have dinner or what have you. I had to sit in that space and say, okay, why are you feeling this? 
Why do you feel the need of breaking quarantine rules and seeing someone? What are you missing? What is is deeper than just having dinner with someone? Right. It's something that you're truly missing. So, yeah, I, I think we do. And I think we have to understand what that is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's funny that you said the whole break of quarantine to have dinner. Or just, <laughs> and I remember I like text you yes, about did. something and, you know, I was like, I felt bad, but I was like, no, she asked for accountability. She killed me, guys. She killed me. Just boop, boop, boop. Bring out the shooters. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> And, you know, my friends know, like, if you ask me to be (laughs) accountability, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be that. And it, you know, I try to be gentle where I need to be gentle, but... She uh, not, you're not I gentle. wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> you're gentle. not gentle with I'm me, not, sis. Which I'm I appreciate, not. though. That's what I. But love. I realize different people need different things, mm-hmm. and so, like, she just need that straight shot. Like, why? No like, why are you doing that? <laughs> why are you? You're you're looking for this, this, and this to fulfill this, and that's not. And and the reason I did that was because not to be all in her business, not to try to shame her, but just in the sense of like, you said this for yourself. That you wanted these other things. And so when you hit those moments that are hard mm-hmm. and those times that are hard, if you said you want this, then that means you've got to kind of, you got to die to yourself. You got to die to that flesh. And that's the other misconception we we tiptoed around it and we didn't talk about. But that misconception that just because you're single doesn't mean you, uh, means that you don't have the same desires. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you just have to control those desires a little bit more in, in terms of, the things that you do, the ways in which you move, like not being, you know, out at a certain hour, knowing that, you know, y'all having fun, things are flowing, your hormones, whatever. If that's the decision that you've made for yourself like that, I don't want to have um, sex out of a committed relationship, right? That's mm-hmm. some people's um, um commitment to themselves yes some people i don't want to have sex before i get married right like that's a hard one that's a hard thing to hold I, on i'm to. gonna pray for you sis if right you... <laughs> right like like that's a hard one to hold is. on to it is a hard one. And, and so i think we're not honest in when we set these things for ourselves it sounds cute oh i'm gonna be celibate right do you understand what that means though right that it doesn't mean that though you turn the hormones off. It doesn't mean that, that those things aren't going to flow, but you do have to operate differently. And so, um, so yeah, <laughs> uh, without that little time, let, me, that little thing. Listen. <laughs> let me tell you guys, when I said, when I say sis, check me, it took me a whole month to process it. And honestly, she, I needed it because I, I was the, you know, no sex out of a committed relationship, you know, full transparency here. Um, and I got weak and lonely and quarantine said, let's, you know, you can't hold me down. I don't like rules. I'm breaking out. Um, and I shared this with my sister and she checked me. And, it, and like I said, it took me a while to process it. It was, it was, it hurt me, but it was real. It was real. It was honest. It was what I needed. And if you don't have a friend like that, get you a friend like that. Yeah. We don't need any yes, sis. Yeah. We don't need any, I'm a patty cake and sugar it up with you. No, I need someone that's going to give it to me straight. No chaser. And even in your singleness, get your girlfriend like that. But you're going to have to check those feelings. Right. Because ultimately you're sabotaging the goal that you're trying to reach. Yeah. So you're moving backwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think, um, I think it's important when you get those friends, like the, those friends are going to, they're going to handle you the way you need to be handled. Right. Like I'm more of the, you know, straight, no chaser, um, person, but 
they are not necessarily that way with me because they them just saying it or mentioning it um, does something for me, right? They don't have to be mm-hmm. the punch or whatever, um, even though I do have a few one-two friends like that, but um, they they can operate like that. But other people, the, the way in which they operate with me, so it's more so, it's just about knowing. You know your friends. You know your friends, you know your right? Friends, yeah. And that takes time and that takes energy and effort to know those friends. So I, I agree with you. Like you have to have that that accountability around you mm-hmm. um especially and don't just have single friends look yeah have friends in every yeah. place in their life Ooh, i have I agree with married that. friend yeah. i have friend with long-term boyfriend i have divorced friend i have friend uh, with children never been married like I, ha- I have all that in my circle and they pour so much into yeah. me because they keep it real right right and that's the the key right there is friends that keep it real if like that's when i always know when it's time or um time to prune some things when they are not speaking into me i'm not speaking into them or when i do speak into them there is a defense a level of defensiveness mm-hmm. um that means like you don't you don't quite know where i'm coming from so maybe we need to reevaluate this friendship right and the other part of that is every relationship isn't meant to be a friendship. Some relationships are like I have mentorships, mm-hmm. right? I, where I'm being mentored or I am the mentor. And those relationships um, can seem like friendships, but you have to know yes. what those relationships are because um, when you, when, uh, when you then try to speak in their life and they react a certain way, then that kind of sometimes will help you see if it's a if it's a friendship or if it's a more of a mentorship or if it's more of a a family member or whatever. It's um, a ship, whatever you want to whatever the ship it, it is. The right. ship has sailed though, right? <laughs> and that's good. That's good. All right, so. Um, just to kind of wrap this up, um, kind of get to um, a few final closing um, questions for you. Um, can women pursue their dreams and not lose their sanity, right? So can you pursue your dreams and not lose your sanity as a single woman? Um, what are your thoughts on that? Yes, I think you can, um, but you have to be strategic. I think this is a good segue from what we were just talking about. You have to have a support system, right? Um, because yes, you can do all things, and you got God there with you. But you're gonna need your sister friends, your guy friends, also mm-hmm. those homies, the family to support you. But definitely, you can reach your goals and, and stay sane in in singleness. I don't think you should stop. Yeah. Um, how do you think the times and view of being single has changed over time? Um, say even like the last 10 years of like how we look at being single. Listen, singles is, is everything now. We got 30, 35 bossed up babes come on, starting come businesses, yeah. as you stated, buying homes, investing. We're making moves out here. We're not sitting at home waiting to be found. Okay. Right, We're right, being about our business. Right. right. Um, and it has changed in the last 10 years. We've moved to that because before it was... All right, where you gonna find him at the grocery store? Well, no, I'm about to find him at the, on his flight because I'm about to go to Aruba right, with right. my girls. Like, so we're we're making moves. We're yeah, not sitting around yeah. waiting anymore. I remember listening to um, a YouTube uh, video, um, Joshua Ezzy, um, and and he did a whole thing about um, being single or whatever. And I remember one of the things he taught, one of the statements he made or something, um, and I kind of like took it and re whatever, but it's almost like if I'm on a certain path and I'm going in this direction, God is not going to, um, 
that person's going to be going in the same direction, right? So, mm-hmm. for example, exactly what you said. I'm on this flight going to this conference and I happen to meet someone on the flight going to the same conference or that's already at the conference. We were I was already going in this direction. I didn't have to stop and readjust my life and redirect myself. We yes. were already going in the same direction. So then what happens is you now are going in your same direction. You're going in the direction you were going in and you begin to adjust. You begin to adjust and grow together and now you form a new path together. And that's that's that beauty of like we are not who nobody we are not out here sitting at the house. We are not Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> and out here Tenin, in this field looking Tenin for boys. Because here, here's the thing. People don't realize Boaz was older. Boaz died shortly after. Ooh, that part. Right. You Do you want your Boaz? That Boaz, is go, that means you're going to be married for a short term and then Boaz is going to die. I am so tired of people preaching that. I am so sorry. Because they are preaching it wrong. Oh, I'm so sorry. They are I'm preaching so it wrong. Like if you're going to preach it, preach it right. And she also, if we want to really be real... She was um, f- performing some um, some acts on him at, at his feet. What is close to a male's feet? Talk about it, sis. Okay. So let's not act like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Not here waiting for my Boaz. I was not waiting for a Boaz. I'm not. Mm-mm. I wasn't. And I, and I, I like, I, that idea that you're supposed to stop your life and all of a sudden he's going to appear. Actually, no, you're going to become a carpet. Because you're you stopped to to now allow him to walk all over, and it's like you walk towards what you're supposed to go towards, and you will meet him on that road and along the way. So that's that's it's, my. It thought. makes yeah. it bigger than a relationship. Yeah, you, you then yeah. have a friendship and you have a partnership and a purpose. Yeah, friendship, partnership, and a purpose. Oh, tag FPP. it! Come mm. on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, and so I think we we've, we've covered this in a really um, good way. Just just kind of opening up dialogue because that's really what I wanted to um, really talk about. And then the final thought on this is, do you think that women can be single and satisfied for the rest of their life, right? So we kind of talked about like that whole Paul um, idea, but do you think that there is a possibility, right? Like, yes, the people may desire to be married, but is that is that a thing, right? That you can be single and satisfied and that just be, that's just, that's you just rocking with it. Yes, I think it is. I think... Not my calling, I would say, but I think you can be single and satisfied for the rest of your life and pour into people and people pour into you and you be completely content. Mm-hmm. How can you tell someone yeah. that, no, it you must be married? No, you don't have to. Live your best life, sis. Yeah. If that's single and satisfied, then, then you do that and I support you in that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking yes. out time to share and just... Um, pour out into this topic. I truly appreciate it. Um, you have really just um, been a blessing in terms of this topic. And so, um, as always, we like to close out with um, with just a dose of something else. And so, today's dose of um, something else is our dose of um, ad- admiration, right? So, who do you admire, um, Charity? Who's your dose of adm- admiration? <laughs> Who's your dose of admiration today? Today. And guys, 
I need you to follow me here, okay? This is gonna seem so very cliche, I get it. But my dose of admiration, someone who I truly inspire in this moment, and I'm like, when I tell you my cup is full of admiration right now, it really is. I'm gonna have to say my girl, the doctor. <laughs> the doctor, I don't even know if I need to add more. The doctor, Sharonda. Come on now. Lord. It is you for real, for real. <laughs> like you. you don't understand you. how much you have poured into me, even when I wanted to be like, oh, I'm over this, I'm gonna give up, whatever it was, what I whatever I was doing in my life, like you've always been there to really chin check me. And just to see how you're blooming, like, sis, Thank you have you. been you are doing amazing. I um you can just tell about tell with the people around you in your life, your family, your friends, your mentees, like, girl, you got a gift in there and you are continuing to pour into the community. I love you, girl. You, I admire yeah, I you. I'm you trying too. to be like you, sis. Okay. And now you got this bomb, boo. Okay. <laughs> my, my wonderful brother-in-law. It's no, truly, yeah. yeah. I, I admire you, like. Yes, welcome well, to the I next chapter well, thank of you. blessings, blessings, and more blessings. I receive it, I receive it, and I thank you. Um, thank you, and thank you for sharing who you admire. Um, I appreciate mm -hmm. that. And uh, <laughs> with that being said, we thank you for tuning in once again. Um, you have a great day, and I hope that uh, this dose of heart has um, poured out and been sown into your heart. Yes. Have a great day. All right, and welcome back. It's time for our Real Queens segment because Real Queens Fix Each Other's Crown, a segment where we encourage, support, and spotlight women doing great things in our community, talking to Real Queens who share their experiences and journey. This week's Real Queen is none other than Royale Dawkins. That's right, Royale Dawkins of the Royale Experience, where she believes it is key to be unapologetically you, and she teaches dance to express, not to impress. Welcome, Royale. Will you share with us a little bit about your experience and your journey? Well, thank you for having me. Um, my business is the Royale Experience, and I named it after myself because it's a personal journey for me. Just in life in general, you have to have a passion and you have to know your purpose in order to be sustainable in this world. And for me, dance is my passion. It's my go-to. It's my relief. And for some people, it's the same thing. And some people, it's for professional reasons. But I just want to be able to help kids and adults realize their fullest potential and be able to be happy in their own bodies and expressing themselves, whether it be for relief from something that's going on in the world or their family or just to better themselves in life absolutely amazing i love that and i love the the concept of being unapologetically unapologetically yourself as well as um, an expression not um, trying to make an impression so i love that will you share with us where we can follow you your social media information any instagram where we can subscribe and like yes so the Instagram is underscore the Royale Experience. Um, that's T H E R O Y A L E E X P E R I E N C E. And then you can all inquiries. You can email me at the Royale Dance Experience at gmail.com. Amazing. Love that. Thank you once again for joining us and taking time out. You are truly a queen and we are just so excited that you've taken time to share with us on this segment.
Once again, thanks for tuning in to the All Heart Podcast. I hope you have enjoyed this week's episode. As always, remember that you can follow me on Instagram at Heart of the Matter 365. As always, I hope you've enjoyed your weekly dose of heart. Have a great one.